Hi, it's James Chokum, host of Web Comics Reviews and Interviews. Tonight we're doing the reviews. Lonely Vincent Bellingham, Misfile, and Adventures of Echo Galloway. So sit back, relax, and let the Geek Fest begin. Alright, most of you already got this down, but for those who are new to this, it's very simple. I do three web comics. I grade each one of those in three different areas, writing, art, and web design, for a grand total, and then I conveniently, at least for you anyway, I divide by three to get an overall score for that particular comic. All areas are one to five, and this of course means that occasionally we do see a lot of thirds on this show. Part of the math. I'm not going to round for somebody's convenience. However, what this basically means is that we've got three different areas that are ultimately all very important when it comes to judging. When it comes to writing, what I'm looking for is something that's sort of really cool. It grabs me and does not let go. We're talking, it's got some really cool world building. It's got some awesome plot and character development. It's just got something that when I start reading it, I'm going to accidentally, and yes, you heard air quotes, completely lose myself in that particular comic. This means that I will accidentally, again, you heard air quotes, maybe spend an hour or two reading on the archives just to figure out what exactly is going on. Yes, there is a 50-page minimum. I've decided that this is pretty much a firm thing unless you've got some really awesome webcomic going on. If I can't find at least 50 pages, I'll probably pass on it. Obviously, this has not stopped me in the past, so don't fret too much. But what it basically means is that I'm looking for something where there's some actual meat there. I want to chew, and I want to not, and I just want to be have something to do it with. You know what I mean? Sure, occasionally we will see Sundays on this show, but I really prefer a good old-fashioned steak dinner. You know what I mean? So yeah, when I start looking at the writing, I want there to be something solid. I want there to be something that I'm going to grab hold of and not let go until I'm absolutely done with it. So, and it's usually in the writing department. Web design is definitely the most objective of the three. Basically, I'm looking for something that's clear, it's crisp, it's something that doesn't look too busy, and it's something I can easily navigate with. On top of that, if I can find extras like fan art, cast bios, a really well-organized archive, you know, everything that's the hallmark of a really great web design is exactly what I'm looking for. Yeah, I've done a little bit of web design myself, so I've definitely got some preconceptions over what I'd like to see in terms of web design. Don't worry, I'm sort of nice here. Only if you totally screw up on the web design will it be noted. Generally speaking, though, and don't be too sterile. I mean, sometimes the I'll knock a website just for way too much negative space. Admittedly, I respected that's on my browser. Don't get me wrong. And I'll even notice note it as such. But overall, when it comes to web design, it's got to be crisp. It's got to be clear, and I've got to have something there. It can't just simply be the web comic by itself. It definitely has to be easy to navigate. And then, of course, there's the art, which is definitely the most objective because let's get real when it comes to art you're not necessarily looking for something that's going to be absolutely gorgeous all the time 
if I'm reading XKCD, which is a webcomic about abstract concepts, strangely enough, I would find a really gorgeous art style actually more distracting than anything else. It's just straight up in that situation. XKCD, and yeah, I really hate titles that you tend to trip over. Um, overall, it has a really great art style for its particular brand of comic, but it doesn't necessarily mean I'd give it a 5 out of 5. There's still some major issues with the art style, and it's just, yeah, it's a, for the particular webcomic it works, but overall it, it's drab. Conversely, Girl Genius, definitely gorgeous. But you need all that slapstick, and you need all those behind-the-scenes the Easter eggs, and so on and so forth. You need a lot of weirdness in the particular comic itself. And Girl Genius definitely delivers. It's a little bit cluttered every so often, but generally speaking, you want to see some gorgeous art going now? Check out Girl Genius. You know, I'm just trying to point out that even though I will be looking for all the general hallmarks that make art art, you know, is the shading working out? Is there way too much just stuff that just doesn't work? So on and so forth, you know. If I'm talking to a seven-year-old and he has the body of a 25-year-old, I'm going to know. And that's going to come up in the review. So yeah, this is definitely the most subjective of the three categories. But I'll definitely be letting you know what the criteria I'm looking for and so on and so forth are when it comes down to the art. Also, please note that I will be telling you the URLs. However, because of the nature of podcasting, that is, people who listen to podcasts aren't always near some sort of terminal, be it a laptop, a desktop, or even a um, tablet or their cell phone, yeah, you're not always going to be able to get the URL. You're going to be too busy drawing or exercising or, I hope, driving to actually pay attention to the URL the first time. So yeah, I will be telling you the URL in the podcast, but I will also be listing it in the story notes. So if you see a webcomic that you happen to like, check out the story notes for that particular URL. And yeah, I'll be nice and as a courtesy put the rating, what the marks the webcomic happened to in the story notes as well. But the details obviously will be in the podcast. So... With that as a given, first up, The Lonely Vincent Bellingham, which can be found at www.lonelyvincent.com. Really briefly, this is a story about Vincent who basically decided to, on a sabbatical, go out and visit an old friend of his professor, more of his courtesy to that professor. However, Story being story, he ends up getting trapped there at the house of the person he's trying to investigate. And I guess investigate's a little too strong. Checking in on is probably a little bit more purpose. In there, he meets Victoria, who's the old friend who doesn't look so old. He was in charge of two children, Ursula and Luke, with their own little individual secrets. Vincent managed to ingratiate himself into the household, at least partially, and, well, that's pretty much where the story left off. The major strike against the webcomic is Diana Huh, and I hope I'm not screwing the name up too badly, 
basically, she has a day job, an incredible day job, please note. Um, she's a storyboard artist for She-Ra, the Netflix cartoon. I mean, she does other stuff, but yeah, I'm sort of impressed with She-Ra right now, so... Yeah, she had a choice basically between doing her job daytime and getting money and getting paid or doing a really cool webcomic. Unfortunately, she chose to go with a day job. So this pretty much leaves the webcomic currently on hiatus. The good news is that means it can be really easy to catch up on the webcomic and I definitely recommend doing so. And I'm definitely hoping she gets back to it. But just be aware that it is sort of on hiatus right now. That said, as far as the grading system goes here, she starts off with a writing of four. There's some really cool stuff going on in terms of the writing. You mean the plot's moving, you've got some really nice pacing as far as the plot goes. You've got some really nice character development because we're constantly learning more stuff about individual characters. Um, you know, we're learning indirectly, for example, that Victoria is a vampire or that Ursula is a witch in training. Yeah, we find out what Luke's little secret is, but I'm going to leave something for you to read, right? When it comes down to the really cool parts, we're talking some really nice character development and some really great dialogue here. Generally, when I start reading a webcomic, the big problem I have is with the dialogue because a lot of the characters tend to talk about the same. That is, they tend to use basically the same colloquialisms about the same sentence length, so on and so forth. You know, there's no real difference between the individual characters as far as dialogue goes. Here, however, you got Vincent tends to be a little bit thoughtful, tends to put a little bit of thought thinking into his words, and it definitely shows. You know, he has a little bit of hesitation there. This is opposed to Victoria, who, while occasionally she might be off-put by Vincent, is definitely brusque, very sharp, and very to the point. And it works for her. Ursula, on the other hand, is a hyperactive 12-year-old and it definitely shows in her speech pattern. I mean, I think if I were to measure the word balloons, she definitely has the biggest ones. But again, it's a hyperactive preteen, you know? And then, of course, there's Luke, who is even more to the point than Victoria is. He only says precisely what's on his mind and he uses as few words as possible. I don't think I've seen him use more than 10 or 15 words on a particular page. And he usually manages to keep his thoughts to about five to six words. So, when it comes down to the dialogue, this is definitely a refreshing change because you've got all these characters that aren't talking the same. And that's just sort of really nice and adds to the feel. Like I said, there's some really nice flow as far as the plot goes. I mean, it's moving briskly along, even though it's definitely exploring stuff. That's fine, though. This is the first part. This is the, even though I think it's on the third chapter of the webcomic as a whole, basically, it's flowing exactly the way it needs to flow. So it's more of a... It's not necessarily flowing at this glacier pace, but it's more of a the afternoon river. You know, the kind you want to go boating down and you actually tend to enjoy... Trust me, when you start reading the archive on this, you're probably going to want to a lot, an hour or two, just because you're going to get lost in the archive. So, when it comes down to the writing, I think my only major problem is that there's not a whole lot of real world building, but that's fine. 
not don't expect every webcomic out there to have you know infinite number of layers to the particular com- comic in terms of the story in terms of the background you've got a really simple background guys there to check up on an old friend of a friend meets the people and we start exploring the various people it's got a nice little I want to say a nice little English afternoon kid show vibe to it as far as the pacing goes so it's really enjoyable really sort of fun it's definitely going to be a solid four here the art is incredibly gorgeous I mean this is going to probably end up being my new this is a webcomic that I judge other webcomics against you've got some really cool stuff going on in terms of the character design first off there's absolutely no way you're going to mistake any of these characters for each other I mean you've got Vincent who's you know hair's in a little bit of a disarray he's wearing a bright blue vest he's definitely a dreamer type you know the blue dreaming you get it yeah definitely he's going to stand out but not too much people are going to know he's there people are going to pay attention a little bit to what he says but overall he's going to definitely be the dreamer of the group Victoria tends to have a little bit more severe dress style to her not too much to stand out but enough to say I'm here type of deal and it fits her rather well then you've got Luke who's pretty much just in a long sleeve button down shirt and a pair of jeans or a pair of slacks sorry you know, there's absolutely no way the kid's going to show up. As far, I mean, you would probably pass over him he's, he's, if you were seeing him in the crowd. He's definitely got some serious social invisibility going as far as that goes. And again, works for the character. Then you got Ursula, who, trust me, you're not going to miss from a light year away. And again, that works. It's just, you got a hyperactive preteen who's experimenting with who she is and... Definitely like showing off. There's no way you're going to miss her. And there's definitely no way you'd mistake these characters when you look at just the silhouette. That, again, is a really cool in and of itself. I mean, if that's as far as the artwork went here, already we've got a major step in the right direction. Um, as far as the artwork itself goes, this is some really gorgeous stuff going on. I mean... You've got a, you know, the default image for the about page has Vincent and he's on a field of grass and you've got dark grass in the center and as it goes into the back, into the background, it tends to lighten in terms of layers. And I mean, I know it's a pretty standard effect and I can know exactly how to do it in Photoshop, blah, 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 but it's still really cool to see this kind of stuff going on and in the comic itself, You've got some really cool stuff in terms of tones and tints. Basically, you've got some really great ways to do off shadows and how to emphasize action and so on. And just works out really, really well. I mean, straight up, I'd love to see a cartoon based off this webcomic using that exact art style. It's got some really gorgeousness to it. And like I said, I think this is going to end up being my new standard. It's just that incredibly good. As far as the website itself goes, admittedly, this is again, probably a problem with my browser, but there's a lot of negative space on the right and left margins. It, 
but this is not a problem. I mean, it's definitely a cleaner site. You definitely have a you know you have a lot less advertising you do in other sites, but overall, this means that you're going to have a site that's very easy to navigate. And like I said, if the easier it is to navigate, the better. Let's get real here. On top of that, you've got some really cool stuff going on in terms of other topics. You've got, you know, the about page, obviously. You've got cast pages. You've got a very, very well-organized archive. And that alone, I'm willing to kill for. You know, you've got the store. And, of course, you've got all the miscellaneous extras like fan art, trivia facts, that sort of thing going on as well. Overall, it's got a very nice little clean feel to it. Um, like the only major negative to it is that you've got a lot of space on this side. But still, we're looking at an overall score of four as far as the site itself goes. So, just to summarize, writing, four. No real world building, that's my only major strike. Other than that, incredible plot uh, development, great characters, and incredible dialogue. You know, you're going to accidentally lose yourself when it comes to reading this archive. Uh, The art, absolutely incredible. Definitely a five. I mean, it's just, there's some really cool stuff going on. You know, it's not too detailed. It's not too simplistic. You've got some really great use of tones and tints in order to do shadows and how to focus the characters, so on and so forth. Like I said, if there's a way to make this into a cartoon... Oh, please let it happen. Design? A little too clean. You know, it's some really good stuff going on. It's easy to navigate. There's a lot of extras. I And I hate using too clean as an excuse. But it's definitely a four. I mean, there's really no way to prove it. I can see, but... Generally speaking, it's really great. Like I said, it's got everything you want in a webcomic site design. I mean, definitely kudos to the person who designed that. This course means that overall, it's got a score of four and a third. Next up, Misfile. www.misfile.com Chris Hazleton has got a really cute little webcomic and he's updating this thing Monday through Friday, more or less. I mean, occasionally you might miss up a Thursday or something like that. And But overall, it's sort of incredible this guy can do this kind of comic on a almost weekday basis. I mean, there's five, there's five full pages a week. And he's been doing this for like 15 years. So yeah, this is all sorts of impressive. Just for that alone. The basic story is that you got Ash Upton and Emily MacArthur who were having a relatively good lives until, well, there was a little bit of a screw-up with the Celestial Filing Depository. Basically, um, and I hate angel names, Remissiel does a little bit of filing error and, well, Ash finds himself now herself, and Emily, who was about to go to the college of her dreams, is finds herself being two years younger. Yeah, she's still in high school and she's not happy about it. 
In essence, they've got to figure out a way to get things back to the way they were. And they've got to deal with all sorts of issues in the meanwhile. Real quick obligatory note. The only major problem with the webcomic and I mean it has a lot of little problems, but the big problem as far as readers are concerned is that the webcomic itself it has wrapped up. However, a sequel is on the way and is currently in production. So even though Misfile has resolved itself and geez, yeah, what a resolution. Um Nonetheless, there's still a lot of webcomic there to read. I mean, this is arguably one of the bigger archives. Like you said, five days a week, 15 years, you do the math. Trust me, you are not going to be completing this archive anytime soon. And I have absolutely no problem with that. Real quick, the writing is nice and solid. It's definitely a four. There is a problem with the dialogue because there's way too much similarity in terms of the dialogue. Some people tend to be a little bit on the oxidatory side. Others tend to be really brusque. But as noted, I have a problem with they tend to use basically the same colloquialism and the same sentence links and all that. Basically, there's no real way to tell one character from another. But that's probably the only real bad point as far as the writing goes. There are other ways to establish character, and even though they are pretty much using the same vocabulary, they do tend to stand out a little bit as far as who's speaking. So, it's, you know, you've got different characters have a little bit of different uh, emotional wavelengths that they're on. Ash tends to be a little bit more excitable, whereas, I mean, in terms of the anger issues, whereas Emily tends to be... Well, it's more excitable, but in an entirely different way. Uh, Remissiel tends to be a little bit more pensive, which is sort of weird because he tends to... He's the kind of character who will basically do everything and pull out of his butt, but he tends to put a little bit of thought to it. So he tends to get in trouble for things he says and things he does by acting a little too impulsively. But he tends to be a little more conservative as far as expressing his opinion compared to the two girls. You've got a really cool supporting cast. I mean, you got Vashiel, who is ends up being the bad guy of the mix, but in really aggressive, really obnoxious, and, you know... He's the bad guy. He's exactly what the comic needs. He provides a really good... Contrast the rum. Um, Cassiel, she tends to be one of the higher-ups of the uh, depository, but at the same time tends to be friends with pretty much everybody. You know, so you've got some really cool stuff going on as far as the character development goes. I mean, yeah, occasionally you tend to forget who's who, but, and mix them up just a little bit, but trust me, you're that's only going to be a temporary problem. Once you get past the dialogue, though, you've got some incredible world building here. Yeah, it's incredibly focused in terms of how the Celestial Depository works and all that, and a lot of how the angels work, but you've got a lot of really cool metaphysics going on. And on top of that, they're really nice and consistent. 
I mean, I'd really love to see a D&D magic system based off this at some point. It'd be sort of weird and wacky, but it'd be interesting to see a spell system based off the way the filing system works. Um, you know, you've got the, definitely the mystic journey thing going on. You know, you've got everybody basically figuring out who they are, and then you've got them screwing things up, and then you've got them all putting it back together. You know, there's that, it, but normally where this tends to be a little bit cliche, this time you've got sort of a sitcom thing going on, so the, the parody of the hero's journey that's going on in this particular comic works really well, and I basically really love how they're doing it. I mean, you know, this is, this is definitely somebody who's had to basically think this stuff out, and he's got some really brisk plot development. But, you know, it's just overall, if you ever had to be stuck for a couple of weeks and you only had one webcomic to read, because I think that's about how long it would take to get through the archive, this is definitely the webcomic you'd want that to happen with. These are definitely characters you would love to go out and get a drink, drink with. In fact, I think some of them would even encourage you. I mean, you'd have to buy the drinks, buy the drinks for everybody. But generally speaking, these are definitely some characters that we definitely want to get drunk with. Generally speaking, there are one or two times this has been a problem. Yeah, drinking characters should not be encouraged, especially not drinking with characters. But I digress. As far as the comedy goes, every hit it tends to hit pretty well. I mean, it's not necessarily wacky off the wall side-splitting comedy, it's, they're trying to do basically a solid parody of the hero's journey and involving angels and the screw-ups that you can actually do as an angel, and it works really, really well. This is definitely one of those comics that you can actually get lost in, and you're not really going to mind. I mean, you're going to have to come up for air and go to the bathroom every so often, and maybe even once in a while we get something to eat. But, Generally speaking, this is definitely one of those kind of comics you're going to be wanting to sit back and read. This is definitely one of those web comics where I need to be a little more subjective in terms of the judgment call on this one. The big problem is, is that there's a definitely simplistic style to the art style. I want to call this basically manga minus. Not because... It's incredibly horrible. Remember, this is a comic that this guy's been putting out for 15 years, and he's been putting out five pages a day. Or five pages a week, sorry. Um, because I'm willing to cut him a little bit of slack. Yeah, it's a very simple style, relatively speaking. I mean, it definitely works in terms of being a comic book. And it's definitely got some really weird stuff going on because sometimes the proportions do get off just a little bit and you know there's some obvious problems in with the art style however as far as my biggies go which are that you know if i ever see character silhouettes of these characters would i confuse them oh yeah there's absolutely no question that there would be no confusion whatsoever you know Yes, it is a simplistic art style, relatively simplistic. It's nowhere near XKCD, for example. But it's basically a manga-esque type of situation going on with just a little less detail than you'd see in an average manga, but still, it works with the comic in question. I mean, like I said, there's some really cool stuff going on, and he has some definite fun with the art style, and there's occasionally a little 
Easter eggs in the background that you have to catch. But generally speaking, the art style does work here. I mean, I'm giving it a three, but understand that it's only because it's so simplistic and occasionally there's some major goops. But at the same time, you sort of got to respect somebody who's been doing this for 15 years at five pages a week. You know what I mean? On top of that, he's been leading a life and so on and so forth. I mean, occasionally you see stuff like uh, he goes out on FTX expeditions. You know, there's some definite respect this guy's got. I think I'd love to see him if he'd actually pull the art style just a little bit clearer. Um, but overall, it's a really good, solid art style. Still, a three. Design. This is sort of where it gets weird again. There's absolutely no question you're going to have be able to navigate really easily. You know, everything is marked out. You've got some really cool stuff going on in terms of the site. You've got, you know, I mean, the archive is absolutely incredibly well organized. You've got some other stuff going on for like links, uh, commissions, forum, artwork. You've got an ongoing grab bag for pins, that sort of thing. I mean, if anything, the one thing I really like about the site is that it actually tends to use the space it has and uses it effectively. It's just there's some little problems with how some of the stuff looks. So it's, but overall, it's a pretty good site. And unlike the other one where they had the really wide margins on the left and right, they actually have two floating ads that take up those spaces pretty well. So you've got a very well balanced overall site. I mean, I'm not going to, I'm definitely give this a four because there's some solid stuff going on. But there's also some minor little details here and there that I'd like to see a little bit less negative space. But other than that, very clean. You can find everything. I mean, there's even a bookmark in case you lose that, you know? So this is definitely a really, really cool website design. Overall, that means that we're looking at, well, writing is a four, art is three, design is a four. Overall, we're looking at an overall score of three and a third, which I know sounds sort of low, but <coughs> remember, straight average is a two. So this is definitely up there. Um, the only major flaws you're dealing with are the dialogue is a major issue. Um... And the art, like you said, is a little simplistic. But other than that, this is a really fun little webcomic, and I definitely highly recommend it. I mean, if you need something to do for like about a week or two and you need to get lost in a webcomic, this is definitely the webcomic you can get lost in. So, I really can't, I mean, it's really weird. I'd love to see it doing a little bit better, and I know there's some minor tweaks and all that that can happen. But overall, this is definitely one of the more interesting webcomics out there. And like I said, the world building alone on how the Celestial Depository totally screws up its filing system and how, well, n not all the time, just occasionally. But those occasionally, it's sort of interesting to see how they have to be fixed and the ramifications of that filing system. The fact that they actually have a filing system sort of scares me. But, this is definitely one of those webcomics you definitely have to read some point just to see what's all out there. And like I said, you're going to get lost in the archive. 
And that's arguably the coolest thing you can say about a webcomic. Last and definitely not least, Echo Calloway. I mean, I basically I figure occasionally I have to do the all ages thing. And trust me, this is not. I mean, I know I'm making it sound horrible, but nah. This is definitely something everybody can actually read, and it's sort of nice. Any rate, The Adventures of Echo Calloway. Okay, Echo Calloway. Tumblr. Com is basically an all ages comic. So basically, set up with the Adventures of Echo Calloway is that basically you've got Echo and her two friends here on Saudi have, well, recently, the grandfather of Echo has passed away and left her a few things. He left her a letter, a book, and a katana. Not major great shakes in and of themselves, but except for the book has some really unique properties to it. Basically allows, has various meditative practices that allow you to slip between dimensions. Yeah. By reaching a very quick meditative state and saying a particular word, you can actually go to different dimensions. And of course, it turns out that there's some sort of big bad that's actually trying to take the painted wolves. That's actually trying to take down Echo and we're not really too sure where going on that is right now. The comic is relatively new. However, you do have the fact that she and her friends are basically running away from this big bad and they have a little bit of assistance on the way. Overall, it's a pretty good comic. There is, of course, one little bit of update madness. Yeah, I noticed there's a pattern of update madness with all three of the web comics I'm dealing with tonight. Um, in this case, the person likes to do huge, massive dumps of strips every couple of months. Um, the next one, he's already had one in April. The next one should be in November. The good news is this means it's going to be easy to catch up on the archive. The bad news is you're going to have to wait until November to get more of the comic. Somebody really needs to talk to this guy. The overall comic itself is pretty neat. Uh, this is definitely all ages. You've got a lot of really cool stuff going on here. And trust me, everybody's going to find something to enjoy here. At the very least, you've got a girl who's basically in charge, and she's having to deal with her own emotional issues, which, not the least of which happens to be that she's on the spectrum. She's definitely ADHD and having to take pills in order to deal with it. Her, her friend Sadi is having to take pills to deal with migraines plus she hears voices. However, I will point out that this is a fantasy comic and that hearing voices is, is not necessarily a bad thing, especially considering it occasionally allows her to get uh, understand what people are talking about in incredibly alien languages. And, of course, her other friend happens to be Hero, who's the boy of the group and tends to be a little bit more balanced than the two girls. He tends to be the mediator of the group. So, basically, Echo tends to get people into trouble Sadi tends to try to avoid trouble, and Hero tends to talk people out of it. You know, a pretty good little tr trinity as far as the uh, All Ages comic goes. That said, let's get into rating this thing. Writing, a definitely solid four. The 
yeah, I noticed I've been doing a lot of really good writing tonight. But in this case, what we're looking at is three different people who have very definite personality. Um, like I said, you've got Echo who's very assertive, almost to the point of aggressiveness. She has absolutely no problem defending her friends. And in fact, one of the problems she has with her school is that she tends to have a very stringent anti-bullying program. If she catches you bullying, she will take you on. And in fact, she, I think to a certain degree, she even likes doing it. She's definitely a heroic type. Um, Sadi is a little bit more, well, a little bit more passive. She tends to worry about people's perceptions of her and definitely a shy one. She's worried about her, that she might be psychotic. Again, she tends to hear voices and she's actually taking medicine for it. And she's definitely the most withdrawn of the three. Hero, of course, happens to be a little bit, well, he's the for person who's forced to mediate between the two of them. And he does a pretty good, well, jo pretty good job of it. Sorry about that. Um, overall, you've got some very definite personality shifts between the three of them. On top of that, you've got some really great world building going on. I mean, the way the, the way that people go between dimensions is pretty well, well, explained. It's pointed out that different people do have different ways of going between dimensions. Some of them have to possess bodies in the new dimension. Some of them have to go to very specific places within that dimension. But generally speaking, as far as the, how you go between dimensions... The, the ways you do these are very well explained and on top of that you're given that each one of these has its own little meditative exercise that takes you to that that is each one of them has a code word um, I'm hoping this doesn't limit the number of worlds available but the ones I've seen so far are actually pretty fun I mean they're definitely having some fun with how the things go and I'll get to that when I get to the art department here in a moment Generally speaking, the writing here is pretty incredible. I mean, you've got some really nice plot development, character development going on. There's some definite meat to this one. I think the only major flaw is that occasionally they tend to linger a little bit too much into certain areas. They should be, you know, it's just sometimes the comic will linger and sometimes it'll go through those areas. And this one tends to linger a little too much. Not saying that's necessarily a problem, it's just keep in mind it's there. Skipping ahead to the website real quick because this is going to be a real easy three. It's a very simple, very sterile, really basic web design. Then again, it is Tumblr, so you can't really do a whole lot of stuff with it. I mean, there's a real basic links to other places where the person is so that you can keep them up with them in social media. And like you said, you've got a very basic archive. But again, it's just, I think it's almost like a Tumblr default more than anything else. Overall, it's not a bad site. It just tends to be a little on the sterile side. So like I said, it's only a three. As far as the writing, however, or sorry, as far as the art goes, however, there's some really gorgeous stuff going on. I mean, this is somebody who definitely knows what he's doing and is having some serious fun with it. You've got the painted wolves that are very scary when they pop up. You've got the three kids that are definitely, you know, in that preteen, early adolescence area. You know, 
And on top of that, like you said, there's absolutely no way you're going to mistake any character in this comic for any other character. You've got some really cool stuff going on in terms of gradients and background images and that sort of thing. I mean, you've got some really incredibly nice detail. This is definitely a high-quality comic, and if you're just looking for something to read through with that has some actual meat to it, yeah, this has got some incredible stuff going on. I mean, it's got some really great art, and, I mean, the detail here is absolutely incredible. Plus, like I said, it's got an all-ages issue, so occasionally you might see, you know, the butt of a fairy, but everybody is more or less clothed most of the time. So... This is definitely a very family-friendly comic. So the art definitely earns its 5. Overall, this means that the comic has an overall 4 rating. Like I said, I wish they'd have a little bit more fun with the some of the concepts, but this is a new com- comic. So, I'm, you know, I know it sounds like I'm being nice and all that, but overall, this is going to be one of those comics you're going to be want to watch. So... Overall, Lonely Vincent Bellingham got a four and a third. Miss Vile, three and a third. Or sorry, three and two thirds. And Adventures of Echo Calloway got an overall four. I mean, these are... Overall, like I said, these are... Even though they have some definite scheduling issues, um... Lonely, uh, Lonely Vincent is on hiatus. Misfile just wrapped up, even though they are in production for a, n- a new webcomic, a sequel. And Echo Calloway tends to have huge art dumps. You know, basically, as soon as you catch up with the archive, you're going to have to wait till November. However, overall, these were little problems. And I think these are three comics you definitely should be reading. Miss Files got some definite comedy and some world building that's sort of fun to catch up on. Lonely Vincent, like I said, it's basically if you needed a comic that basically reminds you of a summer river type flowing thing where you basically you've got a couple of beers and a couple of friends and you're just going down a river, hey, this is exactly the webcomic for you. And Echo Callaway is definitely all ages and definitely having some fun with it. And this guy's definitely done his research. One nice little trick that needs to be noted is that he's got a low-gravity world and everybody is tall and thin exactly like you expect to see on a low-gravity world. So, overall, these are three comics you definitely should be reading. Definitely should catch up on them as quickly as possible. That said, I hope this has been of use to you. If it has, uh, please be advised you can get my book on character building on Amazon.com. And please support us at Patreon.com slash Two Sparrows, T-W-O, where you'll find all sorts of tricks and tips, plus occasionally other weird stuff like show notes and other stuff. Uh, Please feel free to check me out there. Other than that, I hope you have a good life, and I'll talk to you later.